Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the regularly scheduled episode of Heavy F and the Poli Sci Guys. Coming to you this evening from the super secret bunker on top of a hill in an undisclosed location in East Tennessee. The top, 901 on the East Coast, 601 on the left coast. Our panel for this evening is going to be from Middle Tennessee, Barbara, from Delaware, Patricia, and from parts unknown, Tammy. We may have Ashley and Alan pop in on us later, and if so, their smartness is definitely warranted. This program is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal, the right news at the right time, WSJ.com, and it's brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with a cherry Coke today. We have new coupons to be given away starting this month. Hip, hip, hooray. We will give away 20 this month. So for those of you that listen to the program, if you want to get your Chick-fil-A coupons for that Famous number one large size with a cherry coat. You can email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at fabianstory.com. That is moi, the political superman. All right. Now, let us talk about this week in review. And by the way, this program is going to be, uh, may not be a full hour, but that's okay. Uh, We will edit and whatnot. For those of you that are listening on Red State, we welcome you. Those listening on Eagle, we welcome you. And those listening on Paranoid Republicans, we welcome you as well. This is our first time of live streaming on Paranoid Republicans, and we hope that you enjoy the program. If you want to reach out to us here at Heavy F and the Poli Saga, you can do so. Admin at FabianStory.com. Also, for those of you that are interested, I'm going to do something that I have never, ever, ever done. I am also going to live stream on Facebook from the super secret location, the bunker at the top of the hill in East Tennessee. So, those of you that hear the background noise, that would be my niece who finds it incredibly fun, evidently. So, give me un momento, and I will put it on. So, and we are going live. Okay, maybe I just thought we were going live. Video only mode, swap left to reveal command. Okay, my dearest peeps. I guess we probably won't be going live because I'm on the phone. No love. I feel no love. Okay. Here we go. First, let us talk about the Trump campaign and this week in review. 
And I'm just going to go around because there's been a lot of stuff going. So let's talk about what has went right this week that you all think and what has went wrong this week with the campaign. So I'm going to start with probably the campaign's biggest critic, Patricia. Go. Well, the fact that he's bringing jobs back, I would say that part has gone extremely well. And I'm becoming more and more impressed. So are you a Trumper now? I don't know if I would say I'm a Trumper. But I am I'm I'm getting more agreeable to uh what he's doing to, to his campaign. Okay. Understood. All right. Well let's talk about what he's done wrong this week. So what has the campaign done wrong this week? Met with Al Gore. Yeah, I find, I kind of felt that was playing a little bit of politics, so I agree there. All right, and we'll move on to our next panelist. Let's see, who are we going to give it to? Barbara, you're up. What has, what has the campaign done well this week? What have they done poorly this week? Well, I, I think his picks for his cabinet are just phenomenal. I just, you know, think he's made some very well thought out um, picks. Um, The fact that he's chosen three four-star generals, which has never been done before, um, and they're all very good friends. which I think is going to bode well for this country. Okay. What um, has gone wrong? Um, the fact that Rudy Giuliani has been taken out of the mix. I know Giuliani says he took himself out, but I think something's not right there. Well, I think part of it has to do with his interaction with foreign governments, um, which I do think now that that's going to open the door to Mitt Romney becoming the Secretary of State, which, you know, a lot of people are going to disagree with that call, but I think that's the Mm -hmm. right call because you don't want a yes man in that position, and Romney by far would not be a yes man. So let's... All right, I hear Tammy, so Tammy, go... Sorry, I was trying to be quiet and see if I got. Well, you know, there's a there's one in every group, and I'm going to be that one. I'm not happy at all with any of his picks except the generals. It seems that he's draining the swamp right into his cabinet. Um, the pick with McConnell's wife, um, the Goldman Sachs people, the carrier deal. Um, there's only about 800 actual human jobs that are going to be included in the in that plant in Indiana. Although that's good job, that's good for that area, but the rest of them is going to go to automation. And so, you know, there's going to be a fine line there. We can't 
um, those plants that want to automate, we can't punish them and, and make them stay here because, after all, they are in business to make money. Betsy DeVos, right. I, you know, nobody, oh, even the liberals love her, which should be a number one uh, indicator that we shouldn't have her. I'm, I, you know, I was on the who, caboose. Who are, you, who are you talking about? Bessie DeVos. She's okay. the education secretary. Secretary of Education, yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm, well, he's, I, I'm getting leery of him again. Some of the, I'll have to tell you this, some of the picks that he's making, I think he's making simply for transitional purposes and bringing some of these in to implement certain things. The Department of Education is one where I think that that's being done. Now, as far as Ms. Chow, uh, Senator McConnell's wife, um, transportation, did they name her to labor or transportation? Transportation. They put her in transportation. See, she was Secretary of Labor under President Bush. And right. I'm just going to tell you, she did a great job in that department. I don't know what the logic is by putting her in as the Secretary of Transportation. We'll have to see. But that's one of the well, largest departments. And she does have the requisite experience to manage that department. So I think we should withhold on her anyway. I think we should withhold. Let and her it may be simply that she's managed that many people before and not necessarily uh, that industry. But well, and I, I was kind of surprised. The other one that I don't care for, the other one that I don't care for is the Hardy's guy. Not that he's Hardy's and he's got, you know, those stupid sexual commercials. It's he's an open borders guy. Now, she... He is a he is an open borders guy, but his job isn't going to be uh, tantamount to that. Because if you look at who he put, who he's putting that will handle the border issue, he's quite the opposite. So his skill set through Hardy's, and and I will admit the Carl Junior's pick kind of caught me by surprise. But I think for what he's chosen him for, I think we have to withhold judgment. I really do, because I think that his his managerial experience and dealing with labor is a positive thing because, you know, they, if you've never worked for Hardee's or been a part of that, you may not understand this, but Hardee's was about to go under. Hardee's and Denny's and... Oh, I know. Uh, they were about to go under until he took over. They were about to go under, and they brought back, because Hardee's and Denny's at the time was done through a company in Flagstar. Flagstar was the parent company of those two. They brought it back into the Carl Jr.'s fold, and they've single-handedly begun to turn around that, that industry. So, again, it, yeah, some of them, you know, have some qualities that, that I'm not too thrilled with. But I think overall, if we give them an opportunity for the section that they're chosen for, okay, just look at the section that they've been chosen for. Take some of the other viewpoints out, and I think we need to sit and just kind of wait. As far as education, yeah, I'm kind of concerned about where education is going to go. I won't deny that. Um, But all of you all know I'm no fan of the public education system. And uh, Well, but how are we going to educate the mass number of children? 
So, I mean, we can't put them all in, we can't put them all in private schools. If we put them all in private true. schools, they they just they just become government funded private schools, which is public schools. And we're back to where we started. So, I, I'm I'm happy that he won. I'm in the caboose. I got one foot on the runner and one foot ready to step off. <laughs> well, I, I, and I'm going to bring you. I'm going to bring you into the next section that I wanted to go to, just because it's funny. Um, I think she's a great choice, but I have to wonder if Hulk Hogan is going to be laying the smackdown on some people at the Small Business Administration now that Linda yeah. McMahon, the yeah. owner of the WWE Wrestling Company, is going to be over the SBA. I miss who did he name to the interior? I thought it was going to be Sarah Palin. My mother's he been hasn't. here, and I, 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 he I thought they had said earlier that he, he had named somebody. If he has, I haven't seen it as of today. Yeah. But uh-huh. Ooh, I miss a bunch. I know that uh, I know that they're trying to have the cabinet completely done by the end of next week. So, um, because literally now, and the second part of the program, we're going to get into this, but there's a memo that they sent out to the Department of Energy and the EPA. And there are 65 questions, and there's a lot of people upset about those 65 questions. He wants Ooh. to know everybody that attended the United Nations Climate Summit. He wants to know everybody that supported shutting down the nuclear facilities of this country. And I think they're going to fire every last one of them. You're fired. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. They have uh, they have asked in every department to know the most senior people that are at or past retirement age. I think they're going to they're going to push them out. And I think part of what they're going to start doing is streamlining this stuff. And people that were very supportive of Obama's policies in these various departments are going to be told uh, to grab your sack and kick rocks. They have to leave. They have to leave. They can't keep anybody there because they'll either sabotage or, you know, they'll taint the pool. You're going to have a real hard problem cleaning out all these departments. And the hiring freeze... um, there is some talk that several are going to resign when Trump comes into office. Um, if they do, you know, that's just out with the old and let's bring some new people in. But as far as yeah. the drain the swamp comments, one of the things you don't want to do is have the largest employer in the world, which is the federal government, run by a bunch of novices on day one. And I think the drain the swamp is going to be a multi-step process. Now, which brings me to another topic. I'm, I'm going to switch topics on you guys. And that is in Tennessee here, especially in middle Tennessee, there is a meeting next week of a group of people that are going to begin to push term limits. And this is being led by termlimits.com and Chris Devaney. Now, I have zero use for Chris Devaney. He's the former chair of the Tennessee Republican Party. I've told him he's as worthless as tits on a boar hog, and I meant it um, yeah. to his face. I've said it privately. I've said it publicly to anybody that will listen. And by the way, speaking of hog and bacon, 
if you're hungry, you can go to Chick-fil-A and have a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Well, they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. We want you to uh, have chicken. They even have bacon. So if you want to put some bacon on your chicken, have chicken, bacon, Swiss, or whatever, it's good. Ooh, I, I had me a egg white uh, chicken grill have, breakfast sandwich this week. Got mama have, some have, chicken and a biscuit and some fruit. So have we some have waffle fries. Have some waffle fries. Now, uh, here's my question. If, hold on just a second. We're we're gonna we're gonna do something that uh, that I normally don't do. Hold on just a second. We're gonna have some dead air. I can sing if you want me to. <laughs> harmony here, a little harmony. Yes, I'm the only one that's ever moved to Nashville without any musical aspirations. <laughs> This program is this program is brought to you by Wall Street Journal. The right news at the right time. WSJ.com. That is my new announced girl. That is Destiny, my niece. Where is she? She's here in the bunker with me. I've got my grandma. Paul. She's here in the bunker. She's sitting Mark over here in the chair with her feet propped up uh, on her computer. She will not sit in her beanbag chair and eat Cheetos naked. I've tried to get her to. She ain't having no part of oh, it. Oh, Fabian. <laughs> she said she'll eat M&M's naked in a beanbag chair, but she is not eating Cheetos. That's the milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Anyway. <laughs> For those of you live streaming with these other things, please ignore the post. Really? Who is guest nine? They said, don't let me sing. You get out of here. You're fired. Anyway. <laughs> with nuts. Okay. So, having, having said this, Having, having, you know, had a little fun here. Let's talk about Linda McMahon. Oh, by the way, my mother is here as well. She is back there in the back. And I do think she is in her beanbag chair eating Cheetos, watching Family Feud. Okay. I, I'm not so sure, but I think so. Anyway, so Linda McMahon, you know, she's got a great business attitude. Um, I know she gets a lot of flack over their company. But you realize their company started with 13 employees, and now they have 850 employees in 13 countries. And even if you don't follow wrestling at all, you have to be you have to be impressed uh, with what they're doing. So, who is guest nine? They're eating Pringles. Whoever guest nine is, they're having Pringles. Oh, never mind. By the way, guest nine is my mother. She is listening remotely in the bunker. She's in the back part of the bunker where we keep all the uh, freeze-dried food and stuff. She's sticking her finger in the different powdered substances to see what it is. Anyway. So, so, 
This is why I do my program by myself because I'm not tempted to make <laughs> funny comments. So, anyway, so Linda McMahon being brought into the SBA, I think that that's going to be a great choice. I really do uh, because she's got the know-how and she's going to be very, very supportive of small businesses. And the SBA over the past several years, eight to be exact, has not been very friendly to small businesses. And I think that's going to be a positive, which will help uh, create a boon for small businesses. And if they'll cut the tax bracket for small businesses, um, if any of you all have a small business and have to pay taxes at the end of the year, such as myself, you will know that we pay a higher tax bracket because not only do we pay that business tax, but we pay all the other taxes as well. And my business tax is usually about 21%. So, uh, anyway, all right, moving on. We've got, let's talk about the VA. The VA Secretary of State, uh, has anybody heard who the VA Secretary is going to be? Oh, I, I know that. Um, well, the VA, the VA, in my opinion, needs to be taken all the way down to the nub and worked yeah. back up. Now, personally, I'd like to see Mitt Romney over the VA just to be honest, that would be where I would like him to be perfectly. He would be perfect for that spot. Um, there's a lot of people worried about some privatization of the VA services. Um, but I can tell you, just based on my own experiences with my dad and, and some of the other veterans that go to the VA, that the process would be much better. For example, my dad has to drive from here to Johnson City which to get from here where he's at over in the other super secret bunker uh, next to the Cherokee National Forest, he, um, he travels about 45 minutes. And then he has to wait forever, and it takes a while to get the appointments. And the VA up here does a good job. They're just overloaded. But if he could go to his local doctor here, have the same benefits as the VA, okay, then A, it takes pressure off of the VA, it helps dad, he's not so stressed, and I don't get to hear about how he's not driving all the way to Johnson City for a pill count whenever they have the whim, and he would actually utilize their services. He won't utilize their services because of the hoops he has to jump through. And as annoying as he may be at times, he did serve his country, and he deserves Every veteran deserves top-notch service from the providers of this country, pure and simple, all of them. Yes, they do. And so I'd like to see the VA changed. Secretary of State, as I said earlier in the program, guys, I think that we – Secretary of State doesn't need to be a butt-kissing position. I agree that, you know, they tote the president's water and, and follow through with the president's wishes. But 
you got to have somebody that's willing to stand up. Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, uh, John Bolton, you know, several of the others would be willing to do that. The rumor mill has it, though, that right now the top two for the position is, excuse me, Mitt Romney and David Petraeus. But there'd be some trouble with David Petraeus. Yeah. Um, I think a President Trump pardons Petraeus to get get around that. Nobody's really talked about that, but if he wants to name him, he can pardon him and be done with it because then they can't consider it. So Right. John Bolton uh, said he won't take second place. Well, John Bolton... I can, I, I can understand that. John Bolton is egotistical, always has been. That's what will make him good for that position. But yeah. John... Ambassador Bolton has to know that, you know, it's a process. And nobody says that he's second. I know he came out and said that, but nobody's going to know who the first choice would be because I think Trump's never going to reveal, hey, you know, this is a second choice. Yeah. So. God, now it's up to 10. Now it's up to 10 people. Well, I don't think so. I think some of that's for show. Yeah. Keep us guessing. Yeah. You think he's already made his decision? Yes, I do, actually. I think he has also. I think it's been made up for some weeks now. I think he's just keeping people guessing. So uh, I I think that now if any of you guys have seen the questionnaire that's out that he sent to the Labor Department, not Labor Department, but to the Energy Department and to the EPA, it's great. You ought to read those questions. So. Oh, it's online? Yeah, there's an article at the Washington Post talking about it. Okay. So y'all should go check it out. I think you'll find that it's quite entertaining. So, okay, this is the part of the program where if you guys have any comments, any thoughts of what's went on politically this week, let's bring them up. Let's talk about them. So, round table. The flaw is y'all. Hmm. Well, oh, you about Mitt Romney possibly being uh, Secretary of State. I think that's... Are we talking local or national? Six to one, half a dozen of the other. Well, some of y'all know I'm not happy with my representative who was chosen to attend the uh, term limit meeting, and the guy that's going to speak about it is from Connecticut. Like, we in the South need to hear anything from anybody in Connecticut. And he's skipping a dual um, board meeting with both Rutherford County and City School meetings and Senators Keetron and Senators Tracy. Ketron. I'm not happy. Ketron. I always say his name wrong. Sorry. I'm not happy. And I don't know when that article was, uh, there was an 
article in the Tennessee, and I was trying to pull it up to see what the date was. But they could they could vote on vouchers next week, and that's exactly what he's trying to do is avoid us because he knows exactly where we stand on vouchers because he got chewed out over granting in-state tuition to the illegals. And that includes uh, Representative Brian Terry and Dawn White. I don't understand. What does this have to do with Tennessee again? I'm sorry. Are, are you talking about the Michael Clark? Yeah. State legislators. Um, the senator, the once a year, Rutherford County City Schools and County Schools have a joint meeting. And they invite all the dignitaries from local representation up to the senators. Senators are going to be there, and there's three representatives that could barely call an RSVP, much less call and say they're going to attend. One of them had confirmed the schedule, but now is saying he's on call. So okay. our local school our local school board members are wanting to meet with all these people that are voting for all these unfunded mandates that we have, along with everything else that they voted for, and they don't want to be held accountable. No. They don't want to show Well the issue is they don't want to go on the record and that's consistent with how they do business, sadly. Wow. So, all right. Did you, did you hear Isn't about it? that Trump has nominated or appointed Romney's niece to become the head of the RNC? I don't think that's a bad choice. No, I don't either. And she the first she would be the first woman she'd be the first woman to do that. I I will tell you that we're seeing a lot of a first come out of this campaign, number one. And number two, I have I think it very I think it very uh positive that a lot of his detractors or people, you know, people that may not have necessarily been a big Trumper, uh him reaching out to a lot of them. Because, again, you know, a lot of different ideas come to the table, a lot of different backgrounds. I know that 
Tammy, our fearless leader, is not happy with some of them. Um, but, you know, I think that, again, if we give them, give them an opportunity and see what they do, I think we might be pleasantly surprised. And if not, I, you know, I think if they don't have results, I think Trump's just impatient enough that if they don't show results quickly, they're gone. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So, I think he's that personality, you know, just like on The Apprentice, you're fired. <laughs> so, well, now I will tell you something that most people don't know. The president actually cannot fire a secretary once they've been approved by Congress. Well, I know that. Just any any position that's approved by Congress, only Congress can fire them. The president can ask for their resignation, and they'll get it. And, you know, if the president actually has to go through Congress to fire them, they will fire them because they serve at the pleasure of the president. But... Um, some of these secretaries, it, it would be interesting to be a fly on the wall during some of their discussions when they get in office. So, I don't think the Senate's going to hold up anybody. I mean, they really can't because the Democrats changed the rules to where a simple up and down vote will get them confirmed. Right. Um, so I don't that, see uh, them being held up. That nuclear... Um, thing that Harry Reid put in place. <laughs> yeah. That's now so going to come the, back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, Republicans will just leave that in place and push through this thing. But I'm going to tell you something. Trump and, and the Washington Post and the New York Post wrote about this this week, that Trump's got carte blanche to do what he wants to. And they're quite convinced that he's going to have a full four years People are going to give him a wide latitude to get things done. So, uh, and I think he'll, I think he'll have a pretty long honeymoon period. I think he will be given the same honeymoon period Ronald Reagan was given, to be honest. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. Well, this is going to be our short condensed program this evening, unless somebody else has something they want to add to the, to the mix. Don't forget to play. Destiny said she's hungry and that I should advertise Chick-fil-A. So this program is brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Number one, large-sized with a cherry Coke. Those waffle fries, they're heavenly. Put them in a little barbecue sauce, and it just makes your mouth want to smack you and say, give me some more. (laughs) Just saying. And while you're eating your waffle fries with barbecue sauce, you can be reading the news at Wall Street Journal at WSJ.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a little box. Type in heavy F and the poli sci, and they'll give you a discount. You know what that means? It saves you money, makes me money, and we're all happy. So the right news at the right time, WSJ.com. On behalf of our roundtable, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You can reach us at admin at fabianstory.com. We're going to put our website back up. We had taken it down to do some uh, adjustments to it, but we're going to be putting it back up. Um, it was politicalstraighttalk.com. We're going to be changing it because we changed our programming. You can reach us here every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, unless something catastrophic happens or yours truly host is off doing whatever it is yours truly host does. So, 
We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Thank the soldiers' families, for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. Have a good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.